We thrive when we develop. This podcast was designed to encourage, empower, and educate you to live a thriving and Christ-centered lifestyle by developing in the pivotal areas of your life. Welcome back once again to When Women Chat. Um, I want to reintroduce you again to Rochelle McCannon. And she'll definitely tell you guys all about herself, who she is, where she's from. And trust me, we want to know all the details. So, Rochelle, the floor is yours. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Well, first, fun fact, I guess, Canadian. Sylvie was just saying she's, this is <laughs> maybe the first Canadian she's ever met directly. So, that's exciting. Um, I live in Ontario. Um, I am married. I'm 31. I have no kids yet, but we have a dog. Um, she's a Rottweiler named Layla. Um, so right now that's our, that's our child right now. (laughs) Our dog. Um, but a little bit more about me, at least like professionally. So I am a mental health professional in Ontario and I've also just over the last year been being led slowly out of that field and into the field of mentorship, Christian mentorship and coaching as well. Yes. So, yeah. That sounds it's been really amazing. So it's been fun. A, wow. It's been fun. So um, we want you to tell us like about how, first of all, how did you get started with um becoming a you know a health professional what drew you to that field yeah um so I don't I wish I had like an easy answer to that I or a cookie cutter answer to that I wish I had a cookie cutter I don't really I I just knew honestly since I was like a teenager that I was supposed to be one day counseling women in the faith somehow like I just knew so I don't, I don't even know around what age, like <laughs> I, don't, I didn't even like hear that from God. I just like knew it was like a conviction, a calling, I guess. Um, and so I thought, well, the, I thought that the, the way to do that in the most excellent way is to like go as high as you can in this field of like counseling. So I thought, okay, well then I guess I'll become a psychotherapist. And so um <laughs> he god did lead me towards like a specific school to get the certain training Mm -hmm. i've had like a couple jobs in the field of therapy and i love it um but i guess he he wanted me to use those skills and that education in mentorship well got a better plans yeah yeah wow that was really, really interesting what you said, because sometimes we can think, okay, I have these plans for myself. I, I have these exactly. plans that I want to do. I want to do this. I want to do that. And it's not exactly, you know, God's plans for us. So it's really amazing that you really, you know, take the time to really be led by mm-hmm. God into what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So tell us, like, how did you first receive Christ? Like, how did you, you know, become, you know, a Christian? Yeah. Well, I was raised in a Christian home. Um, 
very warm, like loving Christian family. I had my, my parents are still together. I have a brother. Um, they were all like all three of them were beautiful examples of like solid Christians to me. But <laughs> when, yeah, there's a, but, but when I was growing up, I think I like as an adolescent, as a teenager, I just was, I was honestly so focused on, on boys, yeah. um, that, <laughs> and like dating and stuff that that I didn't really know I just it was kind of like some sort of disconnect like I knew the faith basics Mm -hmm. we went to church every single Sunday I read my bible like I prayed before bed like I knew all the faith basics and yet there was a disconnect in my personal life I didn't really know God on an intimate level um, and that's actually only been within the past five or six years or so, actually, that that it became like an intimate relationship with the Lord for me, where I actually do trust his leading rather than I want to do this. So I'm going to go do it anyways. Hope God's yes. okay with that. <laughs> you know, I feel you. I definitely understand that. So tell us a little bit, because we were, you know, I've actually how we met was a very interesting. I think I posted something about, um, I, I had an introduction of myself on Instagram, and I was talking about how my name was, well, most most of the time, well, people do actually mess it up, you know, from Rachel, and no, it's actually Rochelle, mm-hmm. but growing up, I actually, like, changed my name to Rachel, so people have been calling me Rachel. No way. And it's just like... And now it's like kind of like coming back to that. I'm like, okay, you know, I actually really love the name Rochelle. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I decided to just return to it. But that's how we pretty much met. And um, I was actually looking on your Instagram and there was something that you would always talk about and redeem wholeness. So yeah. tell us a little bit about redeem wholeness. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, I totally agree. I've been... I've been called, I've been being, I've, yeah, been called <laughs> Rachel, uh, like since like grade two, like, you know, when you have substitute teachers and like, yes, they're like, name. oh, Rachel. And the entire class would be like, it's Rochelle. It was so funny. <laughs> um, the whole class. So I felt very supported by my, my school friends. Um, but <laughs> anyways, yes. So, so redeemed wholeness is. The coaching and the mentorship um, direction that God's taken me in. So that really began. It's kind of it's a it's a long story. So I, I'll give like the nutshell version. But basically, take your time. Go ahead. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, God started in the field of therapy. Anyway, God started mm-hmm. giving me little signs that that there was more to the work I was called to do with women so that that there was more than just here's a 50 minute session I'll see you in a few weeks there I really was craving like the ability to like lead women I like that and I couldn't do that when um like when it's not really the job to do that as a therapist, like it's, it's almost like crossing boundaries to, well, it is crossing boundaries as a therapist to be like in, in that much contact with your clients during the week and, 
to be like giving so much like suggestion and leadership, like discipleship is not the job as a therapist. Right. So, um, God just really started giving me signs that therapy is one structure of support and that I was outgrowing that structure. Um, and so I didn't, at, at the time, this was back in like December last year, I didn't know what God was going to do with redeemed wholeness. I just felt very led like, okay, you're going to start something over here that, that is more in line with like discipleship and mentorship coaching, but I had no clue like how or what, or what that was even going to look like. I just knew that I was supposed to start that. And for me, redeemed wholeness specifically, like what that means is I've experienced in the field of mental health, the world's definition of what wholeness is, right? And it's a very humanistic definition of wholeness. Um, It's, I was starting to realize how, how God wanted to really show women specifically, um, well, everybody, but he wanted me to work with women specifically and to show women that their wholeness isn't going to be found in what the world says. Their wholeness isn't going to be found in mental health. It's, it's like, that's important, Mm -hmm. obviously, but they're, yeah, like, obviously, like we're, we're created (laughs) like my view of persons, like people were created as whole persons, right? So we have psychological aspects of us. We've got bodies. So we have physical aspects of us. Like we have relationships and we have a faith. We have spirituality. And so God really wanted to use, wants to use redeemed wholeness to show that he redeems what wholeness is. It's not the holistic stuff that you're going to find in the world. It's how he redeems the holistic person. Um, That's so true. Yeah. And so, sorry, I could get preachy if you want me to. It's okay. No, go ahead. We we want Um, Remember, we want all the details. All of the details. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I, so I I started anyway an Instagram for it Mm -hmm. back in December last year. I think it was December. And I kind of assumed like that because I'm really passionate about anything to do with like trauma. That's kind of, at least in mental health, that is like my field. Like I love the field of trauma. It sounds weird to say you're passionate (laughs) about trauma, Um, but I love it. And I love how God redeems traumatic stuff and and what gets stored in ourselves after trauma god redeems all of that and and so i i started redeemed wholeness just thinking okay well this is gonna end up as something maybe like i'll just start like a community of women who want to learn how god redeems them um but it uh, over time like over the months this year god just mm-hmm. over and over again kept leading me like okay now hire a coach you're gonna make this into a business and so i mm-hmm. okay so i hired like a business coach because i don't know the first thing about marketing myself like i wow 
this is we're tra we're trained to do the opposite as a therapist we don't market ourselves <laughs> everything <laughs> is about the client right um so i had to hire a coach to help me do that and and then through that experience god really showed me like okay the people you're going to be working with now are women who struggle to find their identity in god alone they go to relationships like i used to or they go to to motherhood even or being a wife or um like anything what friends say food um like <laughs> oh, it could be anything right so mm -hmm. and the weight like you know so so god really showed me okay no the people you're going to be helping they are not finding their identity in me yet and i want you to help them do that so so that is is where we are now wow, that is so amazing yeah wow. I, I definitely love what it is that you do that was really amazing because you're right like we try to find our identity in so many different things and we don't realize you know our identity is truly found in christ so mm -hmm. that is really that that is amazing i like that so with all that being said can you tell us like throughout you um doing that um finding basically what your purpose and call to do what are some obstacles that you face throughout all that and even till now like what are obstacles that you can tell our viewers you know who is probably facing something right now like how mm -hmm. did you face those obstacles? Yeah. So a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of the obstacles I faced were because mm -hmm. I didn't yet have, I wasn't yet living out as someone who has an identity in Christ. I was living out of flesh mainly until mm -hmm. like, until I got married really. Mm -hmm. um, and and so for me, a lot of the obstacles were rooted in that, the fact that I was putting myself first rather than God. Um, and that led to a lot of trauma, um, yeah. interpersonal trauma and like it, trauma in relationships, um, just a lot of psychological stuff um in relationships um some abuse experiences and just the wild thing for me was when i was in school training to be a therapist it was like terrifying for me to think oh my gosh i have to work through my stuff now so that i can help yes. other people in an effective and ethical way so i'm not just like putting my stuff on them right um but it was such a blessing because the school i went to it was a christian school and they gave you i think you got like 10 free sessions per semester or something like that i can't remember uh like free therapy sessions and so um i was able to work through my stuff with a christian therapist and and she was really the first person to help me see that like mental health and christianity they go together because god created mental health and so yes. ultimately he's the one mm -hmm. who can redeem it and and speak into like triggers and and forgiveness and that kind of stuff the best and so she helped me put those together for my own healing but then since then what has really kept me going 
through the, cause I still, it's not as common anymore. I rarely get triggers anymore, but, but when I do, like what keeps me going now is not that my identity isn't in my triggers. It's not in my trauma. It's not in what I went through and who hurt me and, and how, and, oh my gosh, I hate them. Like I don't, I don't hate (laughs) them. And my identity is in, is in the Lord and, and how he is sovereign and uses those things anyways. And he, well, what is that? Um, the verse where it talks about, like, he, he does make beauty from ashes and in, in place of, what is it? Ashes? Yeah. I, yeah. I think I just read it the other day. He gives you like a (laughs) crown instead of like in place of ashes. Right. Um, and, and he does that like every day he still does that. And so I guess what I would say, like, I've walked through obstacles, um, even in marriage, like you have two humans who have both been hurt in their lives and raised in completely different families, different communication styles, different styles of conflict, different ways of feeling safe. And, and then you put them together and you get this like perfect storm sometimes. And so to, to be able to do that in a biblical way, in a way that honors God, it's just like, he literally redeems everything, everything. Um, and so I guess, yeah, if I would say how I overcame those obstacles, it would be because I finally, for the first time in my life, was actually abiding in Christ and seeking him first every day. And it sounds, I know it sounds Christianese, but like actually <laughs> dying to self, like deciding, okay, today I'm not following myself. Mm-hmm because I've been there. That's so true. <laughs> and I know what that does to me and I don't want that anymore. I literally only want what he wants for me. Um, yeah, I hope that answers my Wow, question. that answers it perfectly, perfectly. Yeah. And you're right about that. You have to really abide in Christ in order to be able to face the obstacles of this world because only God knows how to deal with these things. So exactly. Like, if we can abide in Jesus, then it's just, we can know how to face the battles of each day. So you answered that um, perfectly. Yeah. And um, your story is just so refreshing. Um, I don't know if there's anything else, any last words of encouragement that you would like to leave for our viewers before we step out? Just that it's it can be really scary to like actually decide like, okay, I'm not doing my, my life the way I want anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to actually obey God. Oh my gosh. I'm actually going to obey God. <laughs> Holy crap. What is that going to look like? It's literally like, you know, those um team exercise, team building exercises where it's like the free fall. Like you're just going to like yeah. trust that the person will catch you. It is genuinely terrifying to like, <laughs> actually die to self and trust that God will catch you and that he will lead you but it's worth the fear and because the transformation that you're going to have on the other side of obedience that is what living in Christ looks like that is what it is and it's it's way better than you can 
think up on your own. So it's scary, but I promise you it's worth it. And I guess that would be my encouragement. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing about your life, your story, and some of the many things you face. Um, I do believe this will be so beneficial to everyone that's watching. And um, I'm definitely excited that you were able to take time out of your day to actually just share with us. Thank so without you. further ado, thank you so much, Rochelle. And um, thank you everyone for watching. We'll chat next time.